For today's show, I want to talk about whether or not we need to hold on to the belief that Jesus is God. It is a common question that comes up for people who were raised under the Christian faith, but have now gone through a spiritual awakening and are now trying to figure out their spiritual path. Or even for those who are just now going through a spiritual awakening without any prior religious background, but you're trying to figure out what spiritual path you should take moving forward. So welcome to A Soul Rebellion. I'm your host, Anika Nicole. I'm a spiritual life and mindset coach here to guide those of you who are new to the spiritual awakening journey, find clarity and inner peace. So that's my little intro for those of you who are here for the first time and who do not yet know who I am. Now I'm going to discuss this topic through the lens of my experience. Before we continue with today's episode, I just want to note that you will notice some background noise from my boisterous neighbors adding lib <laughs> to this podcast episode. One of the joys that comes with living in New York City is that there's hardly ever a moment of silence. So yes, there is some noise. I hope that doesn't um, distract you too much from the juiciness of this episode. Anyway, back to today's episode. As you know, on this show, I'm open and transparent with you about the struggles I've had throughout my spiritual journey. And I choose to share how I process them, hoping it will help you. It matters very little to me whether or not you agree with my current theology or philosophical viewpoints, because I'm not here for indoctrination. As you may have somewhat figured out, I'm a bit of a researcher theology nerd. I always went to church with my notebook, my highlighter and pens ready, just so I can do deeper studies on my own after listening to sermons in the church. And so I can come to my own understandings. Also, I went to a huge research university for my undergraduate degree. So I have a strong background in research. And I've also heard from speaking to some of you one-on-one that that is one of the main reasons why you value this show and you value this podcast is because I provide information based on research and resources. So I'll continue to do my best to provide you with resources so that you can continue to do your own studies and come to your own conclusion. Because again, my goal isn't to tell you what or how to believe, but to help you find the clarity that you are looking for by sharing my perspective, along with different historical and theological point of views. So like many of you, I was born in the church. I grew up with the belief that Jesus is the son of God, and here are some lists of teachings about Jesus you may have been familiar with or you have known or grew up learning. One of which is Jesus is a part of the Godhead, which is referred to as the Triune God or the Holy Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And this thinking derives from the teachings of Gospel of John, specifically chapter one, where it says, in the beginning was the word and the words was God. This teaching was used to teach that Jesus was in fact the divine being because he is basically how God came down to earth as man so that he can experience the same sufferings that we as humans felt and overcome sin as a human and be the ultimate savior for us all. Another teaching is that this leads to another teaching that, um, was derived from John, which is Jesus is a sacrificial lamb. Jesus was sent to this earth as the sacrificial lamb for all sins of humanity so that we can all be saved from the wrath of God's judgment through him. Jesus was supposed to be this perfect being and because he was able to live his life in this world without ever having to sin, this made him that perfect person to be able to die 
as a sacrificial lamb and wash away all the imperfections of humanity. Something along those lines. Um, another teaching is Jesus defeated death and was raised from death, which makes him the ultimate conqueror over Satan. And to be saved from God's wrath and escape hell, you have to believe and accept Jesus as God and ask him for forgiveness. And anyone who doesn't accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, no matter how good or noble of a human being you are, they're going to hell. And if I'm being honest, I was completely sold on this framework. And for this reason, I lived life constantly trying to achieve perfection, to escape hell and convince others to follow Jesus. And of course, if you were once Christian, these were teachings that you already knew. You may be familiar with this theology or have been taught something completely different. In theology, the study of Jesus as Christ is known as Christology. As we know, there are different beliefs about Jesus and who he is across various Christian denominations. Even within the study of Christology, there are different segments. There's ontological Christology, which explores the nature of Jesus being Christ. There's high Christology, which explores the idea of Jesus as God. There's low Christology, which explores the idea of Jesus as a human being. And from Bart D. Ehrman, who's a theologian, there is exaltation Christology, how Jesus became exalted after death into being divine and incarnation Christology, which is how Jesus transitioned from a divine spirit being to human. So based on your Christian background, you may reflect on either one of these Christologies, but the whole premise of Christianity is based on the, the idea that Jesus is God and savior of all humanity. And the way towards righteousness is through him. Basically accepting Jesus and believing in him is the way to heaven. So we know what Christians believe about Jesus, but what do we actually know about Jesus Christ? What are the historical facts? By the way, most of what I'm about to share are comes from the book, How Jesus Became God by Bart D. Ehrman. I'm not at all sponsored to share this book, um, I just wanted to note it and recommend it for those of you who want to go deeper into this topic. I'll have a link to it again in the show notes or list it in the show notes. It's How Jesus Became God by Bart D. Ehrman. So what do we know? The New Testament writings came 20 years after the death of Christ. So most of what was written about him happened decades after his death. Jesus did believe he would be the next king of Israel, but never claimed he was God. Many people who followed Jesus at the time believed that they were already living in the end times and that there was going to be a new world order where there would be no more oppression or poverty, which was what Jesus was preaching about most of the time, in which he believed he would be the king. Regarding his death and resurrection, it was likely many people who were considered high-profile criminals were punished by crucifixion, which means being crucified was not unique to Jesus. And it was unlikely he was buried in a tomb. The idea of Jesus being divine or God didn't develop until after his death. Even in this present time, according to Ehrman, there are reports of many people who have visions of loved ones after, after their passing. So he believes this is most likely what have occurred, that the people who believe Jesus resurrected or they witnessed Jesus' resurrection were merely seeing visions of him after his death. So there are many ancient religions that practice venerating human beings that walk the earth into divine beings after their death or um, had the practice of divine beings or had the belief rather of divine beings coming to earth as humans to impart wisdom to humanity. So I know, for example, there are many traditional African religions that embody this theology, like in Yoruba, where you have a supreme creator who is not directly involved in the affairs of the world. 
Instead, that responsibility is given to Orishas, who are spirit beings or lesser gods, who some consider being the sons and daughters of the Supreme Creator. Likewise, many ancient Greeks and Romans held the idea that gods can become incarnate. And what we also know is that Jesus was a Jew. He lived within the Roman Empire, so the idea that of God becoming incarnate isn't unique to Jesus. This also means that his followers who developed the idea that Jesus became a God wasn't far out of reach for them during the time after his death. As a matter of fact, many skeptics of Jesus being the Christ or being God believe that his story was borrowed or taken from the Egyptian God Osiris, who was once um, also an Egyptian king. So we have many examples throughout history where powerful people who once walked the earth were strongly believed to be God or become a God once leaving this earth. So what does this mean? Is Jesus merely a man? Is Christianity fake? Should I continue or should you continue going to church? These might be questions running through your mind right now, and it's okay. It is okay if holding on to a belief in Jesus as God brings you comfort and peace, then by all means, hold on to it. But I'm sharing this for those of us who are struggling to embrace the idea of Jesus as man becoming a God. For instance, I know many of us who are black indigenous people of color, and for those of us who are marginalized or disenfranchised within society, and for those of us who experience hurt by the actions of those who profess to be followers of Christ, it can be a challenge for us to embrace Christianity. For many, it is deeply questioning the injustices witnessed within the church that has led to a spiritual awakening. Sometimes the only conclusion you can come to rectify the harm that has been done to you is by denouncing Jesus as God. I say at minimum, we can accept that Jesus was a devoutly religious man whose teachings had a profound impact on his followers. So much so that they revered him as the son of God after his death. Honestly, I believe whether or not you accept Jesus as God is of little importance to your spiritual journey. What if our goal in life isn't about what or whom we believe? What if the entire purpose of Jesus' life was to help us to realize our true reality, which is that we are all connected to the divine? And what if there isn't any one true Christ, but a Christ consciousness, the source of divine infinite wisdom that we are all connected to? Maybe Jesus' life goal wasn't to convert people or force us into adopting any religious beliefs, but to help humanity to awaken to the God within us, and for us to see that we are all connected and are a part of each other. Realizing this, then we would show more empathy and compassion for others. Some ideas that come from Christ's consciousness are, it is not unique to the life and story of Jesus, it is accessible to everyone. It is about awakening to your own divinity and the divinity within others and acknowledging that we are all connected. And when you study Jesus' teachings more deeply, you see these themes are embedded within his messages. So I leave you with this one question. What steps can you take to embody the consciousness of Christ in your daily life? And before you go, I ask for a small favor. If any of this episode resonates with you or if you know someone who will benefit from it, please share it. You can take a screenshot of this episode with a caption of your thoughtful reflections and share it on your Instagram stories. And if you do, don't forget to tag me. I'd love to know how it resonated with you. Thank you for listening and don't forget to tune in to next week's episode.